So the beginning of Isaiah. In Ais Dalid, the fourth chapter of the Maimer, <coughs> we explain that all of the mitzvahs have an aspect of Mishpatim, an aspect of Edis, and an aspect of Chukim. The aspect of Mishpatim draws down the Orhamimale. The aspect of Chukim draws down the Orha Seviv. And the aspect of Eidos draws down the essence of Hashem. Eidos, we said, represents the Ratzin of Hashem himself. And since it represents the Ratzin of Hashem himself, Therefore, through the performance of Edith, we're able to draw down the essence of Hashem. We spoke about this at length in the last Shirim. Over here, in the beginning of Eishei, we're going to address a question. Not that we didn't already discuss it because we've already addressed how the chukim, what the chukim represent is not understanding Hashem. Not, excuse me, not underst- us not understanding Hashem. Us not understanding Hashem means that we are in the picture. Mishpatim we understand, Chukim we don't understand. Edis doesn't enter into the category of understanding in the first place. That's what we've explained until now. But to analyze this further, we're going to start with a question that seemingly Chukim are similar in a sense to Edis. In fact, they have an advantage even over Edith, in that Chukim are not understood. And if they're not understood, then why are they too not drawing down the essence of Hashem? This is where we're starting from. Let's read inside. Ubir. Oh, sure. So it says at the bottom of uh, the Dalit. It says that the, the Edus are Ratzai and, and that, that the Mitzvah is Ratzai and the Tzivah is Atzvah. So you just said that the Eidos represent Ratzayim. Does that mean that Ratzayim is what draws down Atzmus? Well, Atzmus is reflected in something which is pure Ratzayim. We'll discuss and explain this momentarily a little bit better, okay? Ubir Hamayla the Eidos al-Chukim Explaining farther the advantage that the mitzvahs of Edes have over the mitzvahs of Chukim. And again, we're not just speaking about a certain category of mitzvahs, but a category within each mitzvah. The Pratius Yeser, more specifically. And the question is, Af, even though, Shagam Bechukim Nirgash Begilu Shehem Ratzen Hashem. The Chukim too, you're able to feel 
directly that it's the Ratzon of Hashem, why don't you wear something that has linen and, and wool put together? It makes sense. It makes sense? You don't do it because that's what Hashem told you. And the same is true within every mitzvah. Even though tefillin are chukim, ultimate, are, excuse me, edes, ultimately, why do you put on tefillin? Because that's what Hashem said. And even though not stealing is mishpatim, ultimately, why don't you steal? Because Hashem said so. So within every mitzvah, you have this aspect of chukim that represent the ratzin of Hashem. Ratzin shalemayla mitam. A ratzin that's higher than reason. So if it's representing a ratzin of Hashem, why is it not drawing down Hashem's essence? So we'll explain this further. Alpi mashikasav bahamaimer, according to that which the Fidik Rebbe says. The Fidik Rebbe says in his maimer, shechukim humiloshin chakika. Chukim comes from the language of chakika, engraving. The word chayk we spoke about earlier, it's a statute. It's a law which you have to follow. That's the concept of a chayk. But the Fiedek Rebbe explains that the language of chayk also comes from chakika. What's chakika? Engraving. What's the relationship between a chayk and engraving? Umehem shechanyanim in the continuation of the Maimer, of the Fidika Rabbi, it seems that there are actually two ideas where you see a relationship between chukim and the concept of engraving. And this is what we're going to be analyzing now. And there's two ways in which it's reflected. There's Inyan Chakika Lemaila, there's the way Chakika is above, and there's the way Chakika is below. Above means in Seyde Hishtalshlos, in the world, in the, in, the, in the order of creation of the spiritual worlds, and below means here, in our physical existence. In both of them, you're able to see this concept of engraving. <coughs> we'll start by first understanding a little bit better the Indian Chakika Lamaila, this concept of being engraved above. What does it mean to be engraved above? It says in the Maimer, the advantage of letters that are engraved. Over letters that are written. Is that Oysia Hakika are not a Dover Noisaf, an additional thing, Al Ha'etzem on the essence. There are two ways to write. One is with ink on paper, parchment. When you're writing with ink upon something, or with some type of ink-like substance on a paper-like substance that's allowing you to inscribe on it, what you're doing is you have a dover noisif 
al ha'etzem. In other words, you're taking something from outside, you're applying it to this forum, which you're using to display whatever it is that you're writing or drawing, etc. And it's something from outside that's communicating the message. Right? The paper itself tells you nothing. My father took me once to a friend of his, an allergist who lived in Hamilton, Ontario. It's a friend of his from, I think, his yeshiva days. He was only in yeshiva for a year. Now, back then, it wasn't a very common thing to go to yeshiva. There were two yeshivas or two options. It was Tarevadas and Temchetvimim. So this is my father chose to go to Temchetvimim. He came at Tamim. Had a relationship with the rabbi from then. He had a friend of his from his yeshiva days. He became an allergist. He moved to Hamilton, and uh, he said that when that this friend was very um, uh, exact with how he spent his money while he was in yeshiva, so when he finished writing his notes, he would take all of his papers. He would dip them into water until all the ink fell off, and he would hang them with clothespins to dry. Then he would use the paper over again. Wow. And I saw a real story. Yeah. I believe you, but that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> so, he. The, the idea of writing something on paper means that there's ink on the paper. Now, even though now the paper has lots of words on it and you're able to learn a mimer off of it, it's communicating a lot of ideas, but all of those ideas are not the paper talking, it's the ink on the paper talking. It's a davar nois of And this is in direct contrast to the concept of chakika, engraving. When you engrave something, then it's Einoi Dover Noisef Ala Etzim. The Mailas Oilas Oisis a Chakika Laisis Aksiva he, Shaisis a Chakika Einam Dover Noisef Ala Etzim. Umevar Shazahu Bechinas Kesse. And it explains that this is the level of Kesser in Seder Stalshwitz. We'll explain momentarily what that means. In other words, that you have inside of Seder Shtalshlos levels. Chachma Bina Das, intellectual levels. Chesed Gvertiferis, the primary emotional levels. Netzach Yisaid, the expanded emotional levels. Malchus, which is the source of Machshava, Dibur and Maisa thought, speech, and action. You have inside of Seder Shtalshlos levels. Each of those levels has a, a function, and a function that is fundamental for the world as we know it. If you were to take Netzach out of Seder Shtalshlos, then the world as we know it would completely change form. 
it's it wouldn't be the same world. It is what it is because Seder Hishtalshus is built the way that it's built. When we're learning about a level in Seder Hishtalshus, we're not just learning about a incidental level. We're learning about something which is fundamental to our perception, our experience, the world that we know. So all of these are important levels. However, in contrast to Kesser, they're all similar to Oisiyas Haksiva, which is a Dover Nusif Al Ha'etzem. The rest of the spheres, not Kesser, the rest of them are... The rest of them are considered like Oisiyas Haksiva. Kesser, in contrast, is like Isis HaChakika engraved letters. Let's understand why. V'yashleimer. The Zesha HaKeser, this that Keser. Now Keser is Seviv. Seviv is Chayk, right? We said in Eistalid, in the fourth chapter of the Mimer, that Chukim, the mitzvahs of Chukim, draw down Seviv. So Keser represents Seviv. V'yashleimer, the zesha hakeser who dugmas oisies hachakika. It's similar to the level letters that are engraved. She'einam davar noisef ala etzem that they're not an additional thing to the essence. Who shagilui de arhamim male. This is because the revelation of arhamim male liyose gilui shabemchinas gvul. Being that it is a gilay, a revelation, on a level of gvul, a limitation, and not like the etzem itself, it's like something which is in addition to the essence. The intellectual and emotional levels, the ten spheres of Seder Hishtalshlus, they represent the beginning of Arhamimali. Everything that fills the world, that comes into the world, it begins in the ten spheres. The ten spheres, the beginning of Sayyidah Shalsus, that's the beginning of Arhamimali. Now Arhamimali means that there is a tree, there's a cricket, there's a sky, there's a bingo. Arham Mali means that there exists practical things that have a certain dimension, a certain appearance, a certain level. And so on and so forth. Things that exist within a host of limitations. Even when you're talking about the first and beginning level of Seder Shalshlus, which is Chachma Vatsilas. Chachma Vatsilas represents the very beginning, the first step of Seder Shalshlus. But nevertheless, and even though that even though that when it comes to a human being, there are three levels. There is the human being, and there is 
his understanding and there is the thing that he understands. And when it comes to Hashem, all three of those are one, something which, as the Rambam taught us, is impossible for a human being to express or comprehend. So when you're talking about Chachma Vatsilus, Chachma Vatsilus, Chas V'Shalom, is actually a Dover Noisif al it's not a Dyoi al cloth. It's not ink on paper. Chas V'Shalom. It's Hashem. It's Hashem's Chachma. And Hashem is completely expressed inside of it. However, as Hashem is coming, like we learned in as Hashem is coming and expressing Himself inside of the Chachma, the Chachma is representing Chachma of Hashem. Now, Chachma, what is Chachma? You mix up the words, what do you get? Koyachma, what's that? Exactly. Who's on first? Right? Koyachma. Koyachma means, what's that? What's on Chachma? It's not something that you can point a finger at. That means it's so intangible, it's so great, it's so high and holy. It's completely beyond us. But even being that, it's still Gvu. It's Chachma, it's not Bina. It's certainly Chachma, not Katz. So even even that level compared to the Makkah, Kasser, it's it's Isis. It's similar to Isis. It's similar to Isis in, like the Mimer says, the Mimer doesn't say it is a Daver Naisif Etzem. It says, It's like a Daver Naisif Etzem. Why does it say it's like a Daver Naisif Etzem? Because obviously it can't be Chas Vishalom, Daver Naisif Etzem, literally. But it means its appearance, its presentation is not the Etzem. The Etzem is Bligvu. Ain Saif. That's the Atsim. It's unlimited. And the level of Chachma is defined. It's clear. It's boxed in. We don't like boxes. Right? Cats like boxes. Cats like boxes. People are supposed to live like Hashem. Unlimited. But uh, we have to break out of our boxes. You would think, like, if, you, if you're taking the idea of a caster in this world, it's literally the most dumb and nice of things you could think of. It's, like, so unnecessary. How more dumb and nice of things you get than that? That's, that's a good question. You have to ask that question to Ezra after he just oh, spent okay. all that money and time on making a caster. But what is Kesser? You're looking at it as a Dover Nesaf because it doesn't fit into your boxes. No, really. You're saying, Chachma is not a Dover Nesaf. Chachma you need. You can't live without Chachma. Certainly Chesed. Certainly Teferis. You need those things, right? Malchus. Why do you recognize them as necessities? Because you see their boxes. 
Why do you think Kesser is just an extra accessory, which is completely unnecessary? That was your question. Because you don't see its necessity. The reason why you don't see its necessity is because it doesn't fit into any of your boxes. The reason why it doesn't fit into any of your boxes is because it's not a box. The whole point of Kesser is that it's Makif. The whole point of Kesser is that it's Seviv. The whole point of Kesser is that it's beyond boxes. What does it accomplish? What does it accomplish? Yeah, like we know the other spheres, they accomplish something. So let's talk about the level of Kesser as it's reflected in you. We know that the level of Kesser is connected to the level of Ratzayim. You have 248 limbs. Well, not just like the 10 spheres. You have 248 limbs. Each of those 248 limbs has a specific function. Even the appendix. What's the function of the appendix? We don't know. Working on it. But it's there for a reason. Every limb has a power to fill its function. The eye has a power to see. The eye does not see. The eye doesn't see. If chas v'shalem, a person's eye, comes out of his eyeball, it's very picturesque to think about. And it's lying over there on the floor, Rechman Lutzlan. It does not see. I think I've told you this story before. My grandmother, when, when she was getting into a taxi and the door was shut on, to, on her finger, and the piece of her finger got, fell off onto the ground, so the taxi driver was going to rush her to the hospital. She said, one second. She gets out of the taxi. She takes out a handkerchief, picks up the piece of finger, and uh, wraps it up, puts it into her purse. Um, as they get to the hospital and the, and the emergency room they're looking at her finger says if only we had that piece of finger my grandmother says one second and she takes it out of her handkerchief they actually sewed it on and uh, she gained function of that piece of finger again someone asked her where did you know to pick up the piece of finger from she said i wasn't going to leave a piece of me just sitting over there on the floor but a piece of finger sitting on the floor, does not feel. Even though it still has the capacity to be reattached to you and to feel again, a piece of finger sitting over there on the floor does not feel. So what feels? It's the kayach of you, of your neshama, that's able to feel. But when we say it's the kayach of you, that means there's a you inside. It means there's a you inside. Who's the you? The you is not sight. The you is not smell. The you is not taste. The you is not feeling. The you is not pumping in your heart or even mushiness in your brain. The you is something deeper than that. Now the you is reflected greatest in the outer level of kesser that's inside of you. And what's that? Your rutzin. 
What is your rutzin? Chachma is understanding. When it comes to Chachma, the level of Chachma, the concept of Chachma, so we're both understanding, let's say, 2 plus 2 is 4. We're both understanding that. The, the concept which we're understanding, which is outside of us, 2 plus 2 is 4, because we're not the Eibishter and who the Chachma but that doesn't... The concept which we're understanding, 2 plus 2 is 4, is equal to both of us. I'm not understanding something unique in the 2 plus 2 is 4, then you're understanding, right? The concept which we're understanding, it's not just the concept that we're understanding, though, that's unique to both of us. Even the understanding of it, as I understand it in my brain, that 2 plus 2 is 4, the understanding of it is the same by both of us. We're both understanding this concept that 2 plus 2 is 4. Which means, really, that the power of understanding it, which goes into the brain to allow it to understand this concept of 2 plus 2 plus 4, those are the three levels of understanding. The power of understanding it is also ultimately identical by both of us. Even though the power of understanding by me is my power of understanding from my neshama, and the power of understanding by you is your power of understanding from your neshama, ultimately it's the same power of understanding. Not the same, the same. Because one is mine, one is yours. One is me, one is you. But it's in the same box, and it follows the same formula. So in my Eser Kachis, which is Kamoy Dover Nusef Al HaEtzem, the Dyoi that's being written is not really me, it's not really expressing me. And this is in contrast to the level of Kesser. But you see the level of Kesser is a pure accessory. Ratzin. When it comes to Chachma Binadas, to something that you understand, when it comes to Chesed Gvur something that you feel over there, you recognize that humanity is the understanding and feeling of the experience of life. Right? So over there you see those as necessary accessories. Somebody who is lacking in his capacity of chesed is someone who needs help. Someone who's lacking in his capacity of bina is someone who needs help in his way. So this is how you see these are necessary accessories. But the accessory of chesed you don't see as such a necessary accessory. But really, these accessories, which you're seeing as necessary accessories, those are just boxes, that we all have the same boxes, ultimately. Even though I have mine and you have yours, but ultimately they're all the same boxes. 
They're all the same boxes. It's when we get to Ratzin that suddenly we're talking about me. It's my Ratzin. I want a coffee. So what do you like, what do you don't like? So it's over there, it gets a little bit more into likes and don't likes and things like that. But even I want a coffee. What does it mean, I want a coffee? That want of a coffee could express itself in my heart. My heart starts pumping stronger because it wants a coffee. That's a sign of an unhealthy addiction to coffee, but uh, it could express itself in my hand. My hand reaches out to take the coffee. It could express itself in my foot. My foot goes and walks to the coffee. It could express itself in my brain. My brain is thinking about how to make the best coffee. Right? A whole machine, a whole contraption. So it could express itself in many different parts of me. And those parts of me that it expresses itself in, those are the boxes that are the same as you. But in the I want a coffee, that's me. That's why Kasa is massive. It's everywhere and nowhere. Because in as much as it's expressed everywhere, it's just a box like you. So it's nowhere. But there's that tznua of Ratzin, that feeling, that hamshacha, that draw. That's me. That's you. So you're looking at it as an unnecessary accessory. Because you look at me as an unnecessary accessory. Because, this isn't a critical thing, because we, our natural perception of things is boxy. is very boxy. We like what we can put in a box and file away. Something which I can't put in a box and file away, and that's me. I don't fit inside of a file. I don't fit inside of a box. Try. <laughs> Even if I went on a diet, I still wouldn't. I don't fit. I'm more than that. I'm not something that you can just write some lines on a paper and capture me. That's the level of Kesser. That's the level of Chakika. So... At this point, we've strengthened our question, right? Seemingly, a chayk, which is related to the concept of chakika, which is something which is not a davar neisaf alo etzem, that's expressing etzem. Why did we say that it's davar, that it's, it's not expressing etzem? But... This first level of chakika, chakika lemaila, you understand. Chakika lemaila is the level of keser. A represents keser. And that's why. Why don't we wear shatnas? You're going to go put it in a box? If you put it in a box, that means it's a dover naisavelo atzim. Because anyone could have a box. Then it's not abishter. Why don't we wear shatnas? Because Hashem wants. That's something which is higher than being expressed in a, in, in a box. That's a chayk. In a certain way. And that's why chukim are so powerful. That's why chukim are so beautiful. That's why chukim are so integral to Yiddishkeit. So they're more elevated in some way? Absolutely. 
just because we don't understand them and we do it because... The fact that we don't understand it is expressing the Ratzin. That's expressing the Ratzin. No, there were Ratzin. No, Hashem's Ratzin. And we're doing Hashem's Ratzin. That means we're connecting to that. It means we're connecting to Hashem. We're connecting to Hashem, literally. What? That's the question. That's what we're going to try to analyze. First, we're, as Chassidus does, first we go and emphasize how close it is, and then we're going to identify the difference. So that's the idea of chukim lemaila, the idea of chukim the way they are above. There's an additional idea of chukim, milashin chakika, from the language of chakika, that it's engraving. That through chukim you have here in the world the idea of chakika, of engraving. Like it says in the Medrash al Pasuk, Chukim shabahem chokakti es hashemayim v'ha'aretz u'mevar b'ha'maymer de'inyin chukakti shemayim v'aretz hu habitol shenasa ba'olam al yidei hamshachas ha'sevev which is chakika de'lamaylam. Samti, I would not have placed some means to place. Sim shalit. When you walk into a home, right? So there's the materials of that home, like the spheres. There's the things that make sense. You have running water, you have electricity, etc. The things that make sense, that are important to have in the home. There's the things that are expressing Extra. em- emotions. The, the, the things that are give, give feeling and a homey feeling to the home. You have a color to the wall. You don't just have white walls. Um, uh, you have a certain personality, a certain expression. But those things you have in every home. And we already discussed that something that you could have anywhere, that's a davar noisafalo'atsam. That means I and you both share our ability to understand that 2 plus 2 is 4. So both the idea that 2 plus 2 is 4 and the ability to understand that 2 plus 2 is 4 and even the power of understanding that 2 plus 2 is 4 is all davar noisef because it's all not me. If you and I can have the same thing, it can't be me. So if both of us have 
color in our walls and so on and so forth, it's not me. But nevertheless, when you walk into my home, you feel it's my home. And when you walk into your home, you feel it's your home. When you go through the dormitory rooms in yeshiva, each dormitory room has its own personality. Now, the ingredients that go into making that dorm room have its own personality, those are the same. You have the same initial ingredients. Each person gets one nightstand and one dresser, theoretically. Um, And uh, sheets and the bed and so on and so forth. So each person has the same initial ingredients. And then there's the arrangements of of those ingredients, <coughs> which is still, I arranged it, you arranged it. That means we both are using limited ingredients to create a limited space. But then there's the Ratzain that that arrangement expresses. The Ratzin, that that arrangement expresses, that's the me. That's where my seviv is entering into my practical space. It's the same also in creation. In creation you have ten spheres. The ten spheres as they exist in the world of Atsilos. And you have the application of those ten spheres as they're applied within Seder Hishtalshalos. And even the practical manifestation of those ten spheres as they come all the way down to this very limited world of physical Asiya where things are very defined and limited and caught in a very specific formula of time and space, etc. Right? So everything is very, very small and limited here. But nevertheless, the precise expression of it is an expression of Eibishter, which is much higher. Which is higher not just than Asiya Gashmis, the physical world of Asiya. Not just than Yitzira and then Bria, even the Natsilus, it's for a, an expression of the Ein Seif itself. This is that which it says in the Medrash, on the Pasuk, it says this in the Medrash, If you will follow my Chukim, says the Medrash, it quotes the Pasuk that Hashem says, if I would not have created day and night, I would not have placed the Chukos, the statutes, these uncomprehensible mitzvahs of Shemayim Varetz of heaven and earth. In other words, the world exists for the chukim. Chukim shabahem chokakti as hashamayim vesaretz. It's the chukim, Hashem says, shabahem chokakti, that with them I engraved, with them I carved out the heaven and earth. When we are entering into Hashem's world, it's a world that Hashem used his chukim, his seviv, to carve out. 
So, Avram, what's the function in the world of Seviv? The function in the world of Seviv is that the Seviv takes all of those limited ingredients and expresses you inside of them. That's what Hashem did. Hashem takes all of the limited existence of our world and expresses himself. He carves out heaven and earth with the chukim, which are completely beyond any limitation, the chukim which are expressed seviv. Umevar ba Maimer explains in the Maimer, didn't chokakti shamayim va'aretz, hu habitl shanasa ba'ilam, al yideham shachas seviv. It's the bitl that exists inside of the world through the drawing down of seviv. That means that the world exists with an inherent bitl to Hashem. The world exists with an inherent bittel, a feeling of bittel to Hashem. Even though the world is a practical existence here, inside of a very limited dimension or dimensions, nevertheless, it's expressing the unlimitedness of Hashem. Just like you walk into my home, and you feel me in my home. You can feel an energy of a person there, I'm right. That's unlimited. Because I could have different homes. I could have a home which is an apartment. I could have a home which is a house. I could have a home which is a... uh, A cabin. A cabin. And in each of those homes, you'll walk in, whichever home is my home, you'll walk in, and you'll feel me, not something which is just made by an, ex- an, a, a, an interior decorator, that's just a hotel room, that's not a home. A home is my home. But you walk into my home, you feel me. Why? Because it's Bohem Hashem made this world into his, his home. That means that even though you're walking into a world, a world which is so limited, that has a tree and a rock right here, but nevertheless, you're able to connect to Hashem. There's a bitl that the world feels to Hashem. That bitl is expressed in the constant, the, the constant direction of the world according to the Ratzin of Hashem. Hashkacha Pratis. The wind blows. The leaf falls. Etc. The grass grows. All of these things are expressing the Ratzin of Hashem. Remember, the Ratzin is a chayik. How are they expressing the Ratzin of Hashem? It's just a tree. It's just a wind. How is it expressing the Ratzin of Hashem? It's expressing the Ratzin of Hashem because the world is Hashem's home. Hashem carved out this world with his chayk, which is l'mayla mi, midais l'mayla mi chachma. It's connected to the level of Ratzin, and therefore everything that happens inside of the world is with a complete bitl to the Ratzin of Hashem. That's where you have the function of the Seviv inside of the practical existence of the world.
You see it? You see it? No? Hashkacha Pratis. What's Hashkacha Pratis? Hashkacha Pratis means that every single... What? Divine providence. I mean, what does divine providence mean? Every single thing that happens is Hashem's Ratzin. That means that Hashem's Ratzin is being expressed inside of every single thing of the world. That means that when you look at a tree, you're seeing Hashkacha Pratis. That means you're seeing Hashem's Ratzin. Why are you seeing Hashem's Ratzin? Because the world was not created by an interior designer. It's not a cold, removed place that has no personality. It's Chukim Shabahem Chokakti Shemaim V'Aretz. Hashem designed every single movement of this world with His Chukim that are completely Lemaila May. Say the Hishtal from the very beginning of Sayyid Ishtalsh, it's going higher and higher and higher. From the very beginning of Sayyid Ishtalsh, the Chukumar higher, the Chukumar, the level of Seviv, the level of Ratzin. You see it now? Look, look outside. Clear as day. Clear as day. Uh, I think you just said this, but I'm just going to reiterate. The fact that the the Chakika of Shemayim Aretz is coming from above Ishtash. The fact that they're in, like, the, the engraving of Shemayim Aretz is from above Ishtash. Right. It's like so low, so low. I had to go through so many steps. Yeah, just like when I come into your home. In order for you to have a home, you had to go through so many steps. You had to go to the um, uh, town hall, which is just talking to like red tape. And you had to get yourself your this permit and your that permit and get this approved and that approved. And then you had to start finding a contractor. And everyone knows that contractors are nightmares and so on and so forth. You had to go through so many steps, so many, until you're able to build your home. And in building your home, you just did the same things that everyone else did. There's a thousand people waiting online over there in town hall, which is why it's such a cold and uh, distant place, such an unfeeling place. Because everyone's going through the same steps that you're going through, because everyone wants a home. And then you're buying the same lumber in the same Aristan lumber yard. And then you're buying the same paint in, uh, what's it called, the paint Coles. store? Coles. Well... And then so and so on and so forth. You're, you're doing the same. You're using the same things and so. And then it's your home, unique and special. Why? Because every single part of this every single part of this process was being driven not by just your malchus, not just by your midas, not just by your seichel, but by your ratzin. And your ratzin is uniquely you. And uniquely you is what drove and designed and instilled and invested itself inside of each part of this. And therefore the home has a bittle to you. A bittle to you that's expressed in the feeling of you that I'm able to get when I walk into your home. And that's the way the world is as well. The world has a bittle to the Ebishter. Even though it went through a whole 
crazy Seder Shtalshos, much more exotic and uh, expanded and uh, extensive than everything that you have to go through to build your own home. The whole Seder Shtalshos. But even going through this entire Seder Shtalshos, it's all being driven by the Chukim, which are Lemailam Itam Vadas. So, just before I take the question, the chukim lamaila, the chukim above, the chukim lamata, the chukim below. You see, the chukim lamaila, that's the kasser, this extra excess, this accessory which we spoke about. The chukim lamata is the way that kasser goes all the way through Seder Shtalshus, comes all the way down here, and expresses itself into the world that we know. And in every single part of it, you have an expression of the Ratzin of Hashem. So this just accentuates the question, why is it that through Chukim we're not able to have Etzem the way that we are through Eidos? So there's obviously something which Chukim lack. That's going to be the next step of what say. What do Chukim lack? Um, if the Chakika, the engraving in the world below, on the level of the Ratzin, which is the Sphere Kesser. Kesser is mocked the Seder Socialist. Does it really have to go through Seder Socialist or does it subvert Seder? It doesn't have to do anything. It chooses to. It's it wants to. It's going through in the way that your Ratzin is expressing itself when you're taking someone else's. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting. You did that same thing with Shali's tea. My Yeah. No, but that was Ratzin. Yeah. <coughs> Even though it expressed itself inside of the same action that you just did. But that was you doing it and that was me doing it and it was a whole different Ratzin. Okay. So tomorrow we're going to see the. What is lacking? What is lacking? Now that we built up what chaykh is. Okay. Have a wonderful day and the shaykh the kid. Amen.